Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Siza and the Stash, two cats talking about sports. I am Austin the Stash. With me, as always, the one and only Parker Siza. Yes, hello, Austin the Stash. Pistolka, how are you today? This weather, by the way, is rocking my socks off. I love this kind of weather. Do you really? Yeah, love big, this weather. Big rainy weather kind of guy. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me phrase this accurately. I hate the rain and I hate the wind. I just love the 48, 49 degree days oh. in the fall. Especially after summer, I, I love who doesn't love summer weather, but you get sick of it, and mm-hmm. then and then now enter in uh, the good type of weather, which is fall weather. The leaves start changing colors, rain stinks, wind stinks, wind stinks more than the rain. I, I could Absolutely. really go without the wind, but you know, heck, if you got if you got to have a little bit of rain to help cool down the area. That's what I'm in for. So. I feel like Seattle wouldn't be that bad of a place to live. You know, they always talk about no how wind Seattle, in Seattle, right? No, no wind. wind. Yeah. You know, the Pacific Northwest, not a lot of wind, mm-hmm. quite a bit of rain, just kind of overcast. You know, I feel like I feel like Seattle has like the perfect vibe. I don't think that it's actually like the perfect place to live by any means, but Seattle when you think about like year round, it's a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. It rains a whole lot. People are walking around with cups of coffee. It feels very cozy. Pacific Northwest, like, feels cozy to me. Because it's like, this time of year, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably like 68 degrees in Let's Seattle today. Let's look it up. We've but got, it's, but you know what? Technology. You know what? In December, it's also going to be 68 degrees. and But it's going to be cloudy and rainy, probably. And then, you know, in January, you may get some 70-degree days up in the Pacific Northwest. It does get a little bit chilly, too. But then, mm-hmm. you know, by, uh, by May and... June and July, when it gets warmer here, when it gets ungodly humid in the central <laughs> part of the United States, uh, up in Seattle, it's probably 75 degrees yeah. and a little bit, uh, it, you know, it's pretty nice. What is it right now Currently in 51 yeah. with a high of 63 fog warning, which I love a good That's bit your of- weather forecast brought to you by <laughs> K-Seattle, K-S-E-A radio weather forecast here today. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> Doing the Seattle weather reports here to that? start the podcast. Lo- uh, but I love a good foggy weather, a good mm-hmm. foggy morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it, like there's a, there's something, especially around October, where it's kind of like ooh, it's haunting. It's it's yeah. it, it fits the vibe of October is having a nice fog layer. You know what I mean? It does, it does. definitely does. And uh, <laughs> you get the it's spook it's spooky season, right? So spooky you know. season, man. Absolutely. My brother Lucas is. A lover of the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that is like trying to save up money to get like a spooky Halloween tattoo. And I will never pull the trigger on that. I, I love my brother to death. I'm glad that he's got a holiday that he loves, but I will, there is the only holiday that I can think of that I can, that I will go as hard in the paint as some people go for Halloween. Let me guess. It, Fourth go, of July? No? Absolutely f- not. No? So, okay. Damn it. Already eight thirteen. <laughs> I hate the Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Fourth of July sucks. Like, okay, then it's uh, Easter. Easter's a good one. Yeah, I like Easter. Not my. What not, is it? Not my go-to. Come on, man. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas. That's right. We talked about this. We talked about this. You're like, yeah, Christmas is your favorite. Christmas is couple absolutely my favorite okay. holiday. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think I would ever get a tattoo for Christmas, like for for get like a tree a, on your get Santa yeah, Claus on your get, back. Get, just get the Coca-Cola Santa Claus, or, or even better, the Coca-Cola uh, yeah. polar bears. Yeah. You know, uh, something like that. I don't know. Like, I love Christmas, but mm. I, I just get a string of like. Uh, on my forearm, a string of colored lights, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, year round I can feel feel cool. No, I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not into uh seasonal tattoos. So I want you're not, them year round. You're not letting your brother get a Halloween tattoo because it's not it, He it, can. Yeah. He's he's a grown ass adult. Yeah, that's he what can do what say. he want. That's what I was gonna say. I'm just gonna say when when February first hits, I'm gonna go, that's pretty f- yeah. dang it. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with me? You're, wow! Oh, you're, Nine twenty-seven. It's another one. Two for two on the F word. Count, anyway, counter. I would say that's a pretty weird tattoo to have yeah. in February. That is a pumpkin, <laughs> right pumpkin. above your Jack's right in the get, lower I'm back. Sure, I'm sure. <laughs> he gets a pumpkin on their lower back, dude. Yeah. Jack o' lantern, <laughs> tramp stamp, baby. You get Jack Skellington and like a spooky yeah. tree. Yeah. Uh, I think it's weird. I mean, listen, if you love it, have at it. Yeah. I'm going to make fun of you for it. I used to really like Halloween when I was a kid, and then I... It, it's like you hit an age where it just kind of goes away. Well, it goes through shifts, right? So, like, when you're young, it's because you get candy, yep. right? And getting to dress up as your favorite characters, right? That's really great. Then it turns into, I don't really care, high school yeah. years where it's like, you're too young to, like, Leave go out and party, Right. But, like, you're too old to go get candy. Yep. And then college is just, like... Back uh, to the childhood era. Of, is it? Uh, well, <laughs> but instead of getting having candy, fun, you, get, you go you, you and get drunk. You, you get drunk? <laughs> That's right. Instead of candy, you get booze. Absolutely. And everyone dresses a little bit more risque. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's as fun as you were when you were a kid. Absolutely. <laughs> I will 100% agree with that. Mm. Uh, and then now I am, now I am past that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm more into the, like... If we can have a get together on Halloween, we will. But otherwise, I'm not. I'm not out searching for the party uh, on Halloween. Are so. you taking your uh, one year old out trick or treating this holiday season? You bet your ass, mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Don't know what Is he's going. Go okay. okay. Don't know what he's going to go as because here's the thing: we've got there are two family traditions fighting right now, and it's not like a major fight. We just are not talking about it until we figure out like. One of us collapses and okay. says, you know, whatever. Is it about Halloween? It is about oh, okay. Halloween. So um, <laughs> yeah. my wife's mom made, like handmade, all of their uh, Halloween costumes. And I'm talking about, like, she would ask in, like, July, hey, what do you want for, to be for Halloween? And then she would take the time. She's a very crafty lady, uh, very good at, at doing all that. And so she would hand make those. And she... and. She asked Liz, what does Henry want to go for for Halloween? Now, on the flip side, on my side of the family, every single child, every single one has gone as Simba from the Lion King with the same costume for their first the Halloween. first years, yep, yep. Every single year. So which one's going to break? Which yeah. tradition is yeah. going gonna, gonna to fall short? It's a battle. Place your bets, folks. Place your bets. We yeah, don't what's know. the Warhorse Gaming Casino putting on this? <laughs> what does does Henry go as a makeshift Simba or the the or the, the, or the, the old the nineteen nineties the, yeah. the the near thirty year old costume? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Could a pick em too. I think it, it's, a pick it's absolutely at a this pick point. Right uh, now. We'll see. <laughs> but huh? Yeah. So has she started to make the costume yet? Or are you I don't still, think so. Yeah, okay. I think Liz hasn't hasn't like told her what he would go as, which I'm sure it would be something easy like ghost or yeah. pumpkin or something like that. But uh but yeah, so that's kind of the but also 
Liz wants to do like a family one, so it could be like a theme. A theme. Yeah. Like she likes the idea of of Mr. Incredible, Mrs. Incredible, mm-hmm. and Jack Jack. Yep, yep. That's a classic one. Uh Bob's Burgers, if we found a way to have him look like Gene, maybe. Gene. I don't know. I was gonna the, say who's the who's the girl with the stocking cap with the bunny oh, ear yeah, stocking yeah, cap? Louise. Yeah, Louise, yeah. That would be funny. That would be very funny. So there there are a couple there are a couple Halloween yeah. ideas being floated around. And of course we're gonna take him trick or treating because yeah. he can't have any of the candy. Mm-mm, not yet. It's all mine, yep. baby. Yep. All mine. Uh what are you doing for Halloween? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. I don't think so. I no. don't think so. Uh, you haven't, you know, haven't planned it out yet. No. Um, yeah, haven't planned it out yet. Is When is Halloween? Is it on a weekend or is it on a weekday? That's a great question. Uh, it looks like it's on Tuesday. So, uh, oh, what a yeah. horrible day for, for Halloween to be on. And, and then uh, November 1st is Wednesday. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. It's that. It's, yeah. It's when holidays are on weekdays, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. Halloween, 4th of July. Uh, well, Easter's always on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that one. Christmas, that one doesn't change. Christmas. So Christmas, we've we've had good runs of Christmas on like Fridays, yeah. Saturdays, and Sundays. That's I think probably going away this year, right? When's personally, Christmas? Personally, I like Christmas it's to on be, Monday this year. Christmas I personally like Christmas to be on like mm-hmm. Tuesday mm-hmm. because then offices close Christmas True. Eve, Christmas little, Day. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Are we even going to come in? Right. Absolutely not. Right. Then New Year's Eve is on Monday yep. and New Year's Day is on Tuesday. So that's another, like, that's just like two Ooh, weeks where we got don't a great have point. To... I didn't even think of that. You got Big a great fan point. of that. Big fan of that. Every other holiday, hope it falls on a weekend yeah. or, a, or a Friday or, you know, whatever. So, but, oh, uh, goodness. We should actually get to the show. Yeah, I think we? so. We should I actually so. talk about. <laughs> we should actually talk about sports. Two cats talking well, about sports. There's no Nebraska football this week, so like, what, what, what do we talk about there? Well, but there is this clip that is going around. It is that, going it's around. gone viral at this point, and some people think it's like the greatest clip ever, and <laughs> and then some people are like, "Oh, this is this is really cringy." Is, ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, they get that little shiver where they're like, "I don't yeah. know if I like this." Uh, Matt Rule doing his pregame speech. Beach versus Northern Illinois. Uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and play that so that way people know exactly what we're talking about. Yep. I don't want anybody on that field hoping or waiting. I want guys out there demanding it from themselves and believing it, believing in the guys next to them, believing in what they do. I want to see your personalities come out tonight. As long as you just win one rep at a time. I just want you one rep at a time. I don't want you getting pulled out. I don't want you thinking about the score. I don't want you thinking about shit else, man. Just like if we played these guys at practice. How would you guys be? You go after them. And that's what's happening tonight. I believe in you guys. That was clear. The coaches believe in you guys. You guys believe in each other. Believe in yourselves. Believe in the process. One snap at a time. RDV. Every snap. What's next? Play like brothers. Play like brothers. Pick each other up. Help each other out tonight, man. That's why we've gone through all we've gone through. The camp you went through the first two weeks, but there ain't no victims here. If we die, we die. That's if we uh, die, we die. That's right, Lucy. But go steal home base like Ron said. Go do it tonight. Go make your place. Go be you. Just be brotherhood. Let's go, man. He's really good at the pregame speech. He is isn't. good at He's the really, That sounds speech. like it was from a movie, and that, that right at the end, that was a clue. But for the brotherhood, you know, it's kind of yeah. like, like that, or whatever he said right at the end. So, I, yeah, that, that got 
clipped on uh, social mm-hmm. media. It's from uh, Nebraska. Does this? Uh, lo- it was an hour long special that they put out on their YouTube last night called GBR Rewind, and uh, they're going to do I think a couple more this season. So I think maybe every two or three weeks they'll put one out, just kind of going through practices and going through. You know, they have some meetings, team meetings. Mm-hmm. They give you some insight on on what that looks like and. Uh, you know, it, the players really shine in these two because their personalities kind of. It's really, really well done. If you awesome. if you have time to watch this one hour uh, clip of Nebraska's last two games, but um, yeah, that that was what was clipped and kind of went around on social media, and you know, people are saying, "I'll run through a wall." Uh, for Matt Rule right now, and others are like, "This is the if we die, we die." What? <laughs> what? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I I would imagine a clip, and you know, Nebraska went out and won that game, thirty-five to eleven. They mm-hmm. started off decently well against Northern Illinois, so you could say the pregame speech worked out. But uh, I guess it's uh, to each their own. There, if that's your style of coaching, if that's your style of what you want to hear uh, right before running out of a tunnel, getting ready for battle in a football game. But uh, I don't know. I, I I enjoy it, and I can't wait for some. Or ones later in his career when uh, maybe Nebraska has a I, I they didn't show the the Michigan pregame hype speech that was probably oh, really good that was probably really good but you know you got your butts kicked yeah. <laughs> to kind of showcase that would be a little bit weird but uh, yeah can't wait for some ones later on you know yeah I mean I as someone who like enjoys that hype and that like come on now like I loved that yeah I thought it was so much fun I if I Put were yourself, on that yeah. team I would be just re- I would be ready to run mm-hmm. through a brick wall for this guy and that's one thing that Matt Rule has always done a good job of he is a hype guy to the max whether he's talking to fans whether he's talking to his team he is a guy that you can get behind yeah. even even if you know i dog on him all the time for for some of the things that he says but when in the moment you hear that you're like man i really want to go to work for this guy i want to i want to go do something for this guy and so i'm curious about the people that find it cringy and i wonder if they are i want to know what type of people find this cringy like I think that people who have been in team sports that that have played, especially have played football, I think immediately get hyped up for this. I doubt anyone who plays, who has played football, you know, actually like even in the, at the high school level. Yeah, I think every single one of them wishes that they had a coach that was like this. Yeah. But people that maybe are more of an individual sport, maybe you know. Uh, uh, maybe didn't play sports and they're just seeing this and it's like, oh, what's going on? I want to know what that person is that finds this cringy. I'm going to guess. The if we die, we die thing yeah. is really, is big. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's big words Yeah. because at the end of the game, they're grown men playing a, playing a game with a ball. We all understand this. However, Figuratively like, die, you know, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Right, right. You know, it's, 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 it's all part of the hype game. It's mm-hmm. the mentality, right? You are, we're, we're going to give it all on the field. And so, I don't know. I like it. I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's what you said there. If it's people that just aren't like, that just don't get it. Like they're not in that space. They're not in a football locker room. They never maybe have been in a football ro- locker room and they, maybe they're, they know football. They know Husker football. They see Husker football. Not very good. Uh, you know, we're not, <laughs> we're not. So what, what, yeah. like, you know, maybe that's part of it. Like maybe. Uh, that kind of leads to this being a little bit cringy. But uh, there was one too. Uh, so yeah, some Husker fans are kind of commenting on social media. Yeah, I don't know about this. A, a big account that tweeted it, uh, quote tweeted the the video and said, "This is the dumbest thing ever." Was uh, Barstool Colorado? 
So uh, the Colorado, oh, yeah, that goodness. was one. Of them. That was one. Of them. We got we got their attention on this, which uh, screw those guys. But yeah, uh, but Barstool, yeah. Anyway. Colorado, yeah. Colorado, the Buffs, Colorado did, Barstool fans. Did yeah. you see the that on? I think you may have been the one to show me this, but there on College Game Day, there was a sign that from a Colorado fan yeah. that had a, that had a Colorado Buffalo yeah, yeah yep. that where it said Nebraska is a volleyball school and every like. As it, big a letters as you could fit on that thing, uh-huh. and it was as noticeable as you can get. Right. Guess what? Yeah, we are, yeah. and we're proud of it. We put over 90,000 people in a stadium to watch a volleyball game. Yep. Of course we're a volleyball school. Yeah. Colorado has, has lost the plot. They are... They are I don't know what it's they're about. Like, it's almost like, and th- I'm going to say this, I don't agree with this at all, but I'm going to tell you what I think they think. They think that that's a bad thing if you think you're a volleyball school. They think yeah. that Husker fans are going to be so pissed if we go, this is a vol. you guys aren't a football, you're a volleyball school. Well, we freaking love it, man. Yeah. We love it, and that doesn't mean that we won't, you know, get right back to where we want to be in football, Absolutely. too. Volleyball is going to stay the same for a long time, because we are a volleyball school. We, mm-hmm. we treat it incredibly well. We treat it with... Uh, we give know, it the respect it deserves. Such, yeah, and and you know we let the players that come here from Ann Arbor, Michigan, from Florida, from California, out into the middle of Nebraska, middle of nowhere, and we make this Alabama-Georgia football-like dynasty in this sport because, you know, John Cook and because we're, we're that good. So that's awesome we we love that and uh, i I just i love that people think that oh yeah yeah that that's a dig at you what says more about you than it does about us let's go if you think that that's a that's a dig that's pretty disrespectful too i think to the volleyball team if you if you're trying to dig at us that way so yeah yeah just goes to show that you don't give a damn about your volleyball team and it goes to show you that colorado has the worst fans probably ever i I don't i don't know if there have been a worse set of fans than Colorado Buffalo football fans. That, has, that says nothing about Dion and his football team. Mm-hmm. I, I, Dion, I, I'm a fan of what he is doing in college football. He's really making it fun. But Buffs fans did nothing to deserve Dion. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They are trash scum people. Yeah. And uh, you, did you see the video? But I don't want to talk about this too much. Did you see the video of when USC played Colorado and there was a USC fan who apparently is actually he's not a USC fan. He put on USC gear because he does this for his content videos. He puts on other teams gear and goes into the away, you know, just walks around the stadium. Okay. It just gets people's reaction. Sure. I, I wish I could find who this was. But anyway, this guy puts on USC gear. He's just walking around Boulder and the vulgar things that were thrown at him, just because he's wearing USC really? gear, he's walking around Buffs fans who've had probably like the one of the worst college football, you know, programs well, ever. What do they have to to be proud Other of? Other than the '90s, you know, they had great. They had a national championship in the sure. '90s. Coach Neuheisel, that all went away, uh, you know, obviously then, and then uh, had a couple good years like 2007 2008 nebraska obviously ruined ruined uh, what could have been a really good colorado season when uh-huh. alex henry kicked the field goal and then sue smashed cody hawkins face into the ground yeah uh that was you know that was colorado's brighter years until you know they got Dion and now it's looking bright for them but buffs fans are the worst fans in sports and it's not close and they Man. are the biggest douchebags the biggest stuck up 
pricks, all of that. So uh, That's right. Colorado anyway. fans, I got two words for you. Suck it. Yeah, all definitely, right. definitely. Now we're done with that. We're so. done with that. Uh, but the volleyball school thing, thanks for uh, thanks yeah. for trying to take a dig, but absolutely, didn't work. You guys uh Thanks guys for helped. pointing out the obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of us as a volleyball school, Nebraska volleyball will be in action. They are 15-0, and looking to become 17-0 and over the weekend. Michigan State again on Friday, and then Penn State on Saturday. Michigan State was not a close game, no, if I remember No, it was a four-set win for Nebraska. Yeah. They did take one set on us, but, yep. Ah, whatever. We'll get them this time. Get them this time. Michigan State on Friday, Penn State on Saturday. The Really, these are just warm-ups for Wisconsin coming yep. up. Northwestern, then I think next Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, at home before they take on Wisconsin at home on Saturday, October 21st, I'm, I'm very disappointed that they have not made yeah. any announcements that they're going to move this game to Pinnacle Bank Arena. You could fit probably seven, seven, 8,000 more, I think, in PBA than you can in the Devaney. Do we know how expensive tickets are right now on the on the resale market? Check real quick. I, I would be curious because if we are volleyball school, I mean, these, these tickets are... Wisconsin is a hot commodity yeah. when it comes to tickets. So it would be very interesting. That place is going to be... Absolutely bumping. $177 is the cheapest <laughs> ticket right now that you could buy into the Bob Devaney Sports Center. This is on uh, SeatGeek, by the Whoa, way. So, I don't know $177. If it's, I don't know. And it's not like, game. I mean, they're going to be, uh, you know, <laughs> they're all the way up in the corner, like in the corner on the side. So you're looking Whoa. diagonally at the court. Uh, you get $218. If you want to sit in uh, Section B16, mm-hmm. which is kind of. Right in the you know on the side, about twenty rows up. That's four hundred one dollars per ticket. Good, that's geek again. Gracious. So it could be different on other markets, but that is uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing, Austin. Hell of a volleyball school, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what we are. Love it, love it, love it. Coming up this weekend here locally, we have the Crossroads Conference yeah. volleyball tournament. And I kind of want to talk about this because. It's it's a pretty big undertaking that that we do here at Cool Radio Max Country to cover the CRC tournaments. I mean, we do the CRC volleyball tournament, then we also do the CRC basketball tournament. <laughs> and you know, you're in charge of getting everything lined up. I'm really curious, like, how stressful has this week been for you in terms of like making sure we got everything covered? We've got sponsors lined up. We've got this. We got this. Like what? How stressful has this week been for you? You know, it's it's definitely upticked. Uh, we we partner with Strive TV as well to put this on, so mm-hmm. the games are on the uh, internet streaming, and then you know through uh, our audio, our commercials, and all that stuff to uh, put on uh, this event. Volleyball's uh, a little bit easier than basketball, but to talk about volleyball specifically, uh, you know, we're talking about um, seven games to get ready for on Saturday. You know, best of three sets, and oftentimes volleyball is uh, is an interesting sport because you know we we block in. I, I don't want to pull people behind the curtain too much, right? Sure. You block in commercial times for how long you think the game is going to be. So uh, normally, CRC volleyball games are about two hours for like commercial time and then stop sets and or uh, stop breaks or whatever you want to call it. Sometimes, you know, the first round of CRC, you can have a 30 minute match because it's sure. best of three and you can see 25 to seven, 25 to 
seven and then it's over uh in, in you know 30 minutes so uh then you kind of have all this time to <laughs> kind of fill and you got to continue to play commercials so volleyball gets a little bit interesting especially on the first day but it is easier basketball when we get to that in january that starts on monday and it goes to friday and it's every day and you've got girls and boys competing and so uh we, we could talk about that obviously when we get to january but um it's just it's coordinating it's it's finding out you know if connections work with strive we we put our equipment uh, our comrex equipment which puts us on the radio connected to strive so it goes out through the radio and it goes out over the stream and uh, that can sometimes you know get messed up be a little bit tedious cause some issues but uh, other than that, when the uh, when the final days get get here, the the CRC Friday for basketball, CRC Tuesday for volleyball. Uh, gosh, I mean the the atmosphere inside the York City Auditorium oh, is something man. that's hard to describe. I mean, you know, you you would have to you would have to come to to actually feel it, and and it's basically just the way the gym is set up. I mean, the, it's a it's an old auditorium built, I think, in the early 1900s. And it's held CRC since about the mid-1950s. They used to have York High events there in the 30s, 40s, and stuff like that. And then, you know, since about the mid-50s, they've had CRC basketball first. Volleyball came in about the 70s or 80s or something like that. But it's always been uh, there at the City Auditorium. There's, It's just the acoustics of that old, old gymnasium mm -hmm. auditorium just make the sound reverberate there when a big kill goes down or when an ace uh, hits down on the court or when a three-pointer goes in or a you know a fast break layup goes through it, it's just a different type of feel and atmosphere that a lot of people think is uh, you know one of the most they, they would say it's one of the most special conference tournaments in the state of Nebraska and, so and the fans fill that yeah. place like I, not even for some of the Saturday games it, where it'll be a little bit lacking just yeah. because it's like hey you know these are three set games right yeah, right whatever the no matter how few of fans there are, it is loud. Mm -hmm. And then when there are, when it is full, people people hanging from the rafters, like hey, trying to get in, trying to see in through the, uh, you know, through the windows. It is loud. It is raucous. The emotion of everything. If if you get the opportunity to want, like, to go and watch on the finals i mean you got to take it here in york it is so much fun we were we did a five setter last year for the yeah, championship BDS. bds and cross county that's right um, that uh, cross county ended up winning and then uh yeah i love volleyball volleyball gets to be a lot of fun in there and those you know those kills go down man that place just explodes i will i will be a little honest basketball is my favorite to do in that yeah. gym i mean basketball gets I mean, called a couple of years ago, it was, uh, again, uh, Osceola and Cross County uh, in the championship. Osceola was down by like seven with about 90 seconds to go. They came back, tied the game, you know, wow. sent it to overtime. This is, again, in this gymnasium when it's packed for the final. And uh, Cross County ended up winning in overtime after they gave up that lead uh, there in regulation. But, I mean, just, yeah, you'll never forget the the buzz and the energy that you get from that crowd for the CRC tournament, and uh, yep, it starts there for volleyball on Saturday, and then uh, Monday and Tuesday next week are the uh, semifinals on Monday, championship in third place on Tuesday. There so. you go. You can follow all of the action yep. on the plethora of social medias, Cool Radio, and uh, Max Country on Facebook. Yeah, also, uh, you know, Cool Radio, K-A-W-L, uh, more specifically the call letters, have been the broadcasters, like one of the, the premier uh, broadcasters of the CRC since I think the 60s. 
So wow. uh, the station we are on has uh, been doing it for about 50 years. And, uh, you know, Max Country recently came along within the last 20 years. And obviously we put our finals on Max Country with that bigger signal. But uh, KAWL Cool Radio will have uh, all of it there on Saturday. So as we uh, continue that tradition. Which is Absolutely. Nice. Tradition, tradition, That's tradition, right. man. You got to love it. All right. Now what you've all been waiting for. Parker Siza, Austin Lestache, we've got a way for you to make money, and that is by the Quartet of Picks. <laughs> we gotta get. We do. We gotta like. We gotta go on Fiverr and see if someone know. can do this. You know, yeah. five send five bucks. We, we can we can spend five bucks on the podcast. You know why not? So we have our Quartet of Picks. I've got mine. You were uh, two got, and two last week, two by the way. I was uh, one and three. So you had the winning week. Uh, you're still a little bit behind in the standings. I, I didn't have them in I front think of me. I'm three and nine. Three and nine. I think I was like six and four or something yeah. like that. So, uh, yeah. let's. Uh, so that means I could, I could technically take the lead. You could. I could take the lead this week. Could. If I go four and oh and you go oh and four. Yep. It's all flipped around, baby. That's right. So uh, we're picking four college football Yep. Betting circumstances. Yes. For the week. So. Would you like to go first? I went first the last time. I will go first. You go then. first this time. So, uh, last week did the morning juice. Yeah. This week. The big nooner, as they called it. The yeah. afternoon tea. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> I've got the Can't tea wait for, for the you. nighttime <laughs> cocktail. Just cocktail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the cocktail hour, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all of these games are taking place in the afternoon. Let's start off. With Iowa at Wisconsin, 10-point favorite is Wisconsin. As much as you hate Colorado fans, I hate Iowa fans. Yeah. And guess what? I know that Iowa and Wisconsin are big rivals for us. I hope Wisconsin beats the crap out of Iowa. Wisconsin covering at minus 10 is my first pick. Then, last week, it was real close for the for the... Would they be? They wouldn't be the boys in blue. They'd be the boys in camo. Who? Army. Oh, the, yeah. I support yeah. the troops. Damn it. The, the the boys in the white and the gold. That's I right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy is at Army. Army is the underdog once again, but it's close. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. three points. That's all it is. And you know what? I stand with the military. I support the troops. Give me Army money line, money baby. Money line. All right. I, I decided to go back on onto the money line kick, but yep. I didn't go with extreme money lines. Everything is like within three points, so it's it's basically a pick 'em. But I wanted to get the value of the money line. Uh, speaking of money lines, Texas A and M at Tennessee. This is a big game. This is a big game. This is tough, tough one. But I think Texas A and M wins it outright. Texas A and M is a three point underdog. Give me the money line, Texas A&M, baby. And finally, we talked about Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle is in Washington. Good weather. Good weather. Big fan of the weather. Oregon at Washington. Washington, three-point favorites. I think Washington is going to cover the spread. Give me Washington. If you bet all of these in a uh, parlay, if you bet $10, you will win $224.70. Nice little extra change in your pocket. And as a gambling man, which you know that I am, 
I probably won't bet on myself because <laughs> I, I have today was vibes. Today yeah. was vibes and and just a little bit of heart and soul put into it. I think that uh, we got some real magic here with these four picks. So we got uh, Wisconsin to cover, Army money line, Texas A and M money line, and Washington to cover. And it pays what again? Pays two th- uh, pays uh, two hundred twenty four dollars, about two hundred twenty five nice. bucks if you bet ten dollars on very, this parlay. Very nice. Well, I've got a nice little uh, differential of uh, different bets you could put on. I've got the money lines, I've got covers, and I've got an over under. Hey! today for you as well the OU uh, is going to be happening here so I'm just putting my picks into to see how much uh, we can make here so one second yeah yeah yeah, all yeah. Right. so there we go we got it now all right we got four picks here four we go. picks I'm going to start with uh, BYU at TCU TCU defending national runners-up made the national mm-hmm. championship game last year they have not been the TCU horned frogs uh, as we have known BYU Newly into the Big Ten on mm-hmm. the road at TCU in Fort Worth, Texas. Going to be nice weather uh, there for that one. Uh, BYU six-point underdogs. Let's just take BYU as a road dog uh, to win that game outright. So hey. we're going to go BYU money line there to start. That'd be plus 175. You went Oregon-Washington. You went Washington to cover. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with that game, but that is where I'm going to go with the over-under. I looked at this over-under, 67.5, and, and I look at these two teams, Washington and Oregon. Each of them have great quarterbacks, Bo Nix, yeah at uh, Oregon and uh, Washington with Michael Penix Jr. But we got good defenses here, too. Dan Lanning, a defensive-minded coach for Oregon. Kalen DeBoer, good defensive-minded coach for Washington. I think they're going to beat each other up to where 68 points, right? 67 and a half, that, that's a lot of points. I think it's going to be points. something like 24 to 20, you know, kind of a... Ooh. I do think Washington can win the game. You know, I like, sure. I, like I agreed with you there. I, I think uh, they could cover that minus three, but I'm thinking that, you know, we're not getting over 50 in a game like this. So I'm taking the under. Take the under on uh, Oregon and Washington. To hammering the seven and a half, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. I, well, not something you hear with Pac-12 football nope, necessarily. Nope. But Pac-12. these defenses, though, it's a big game. It's a big game. This is playoff implications. This is yeah. the kind of who's going to be the big chest puffer outer in, in the Pac-12. That's not even a word, right? Doesn't I just, matter. We're, we're I like it. it now. I chest pictured it. Puffer outer uh, in in the Pac-12, and uh, I, I think you're going to see a, a good defensive battle. I'd be surprised if there's a lot of offense. So that's my second one: the under on Oregon, Washington. I went with Wyoming last week on a money line against Fresno State. It worked out very well. Uh, Wyoming won at home against number 24, Arizona. They go on, or or number 24, Fresno State. They go on the road now to Air Force. We keep talking about Colorado being the team of Colorado, you know, the Buffalo. Air Force is undefeated, right? Air Force hasn't lost a game yet, right? Nobody talks about the Falcons as being the team of Colorado with the Broncos being terrible, the Buffs being... D bags the 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 Rams uh, not really performing to standards so uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the Wyoming money line to cover Ooh. ten and a half on the road at Air Force which is a tough place to play there in Air Force in Colorado Springs are you it's- telling me that you're not supporting the troops no. No, no, not. down it, it, with the troops. Yeah, yeah. The, I'm a cowboy, Air, outlaws, baby. You know, you know, Air Force. They're focused on other things. They're over in the in the Middle East, focusing on that. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go with money. Got, we're gonna go with Wyoming money. They got more important things to focus they on. They got so many more important, way things. more important possibility things. of World War Three yeah, happening. Yeah. You shouldn't be focusing on football. You That's need right. to be getting ready. That's right. That's, That's right. Awesome. No, but Wyoming's pretty good, I think, and I think mm-hmm. uh, I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna take down Air Force there in that Mountain West. 
Midwest battle. And then my final one, uh, this is a cover, uh, Notre Dame-USC. Mm. I, I only wanted to pick Notre Dame. Notre Dame is uh, at home. Uh, they're only two-and-a-half-point favorites against USC, who has a great quarterback, Caleb Williams, maybe the best quarterback in college football. they got a good offense. They barely beat Arizona last week. They had to go into triple overtime to beat them. They're, they're, I think they're going to get blown out by Notre Dame this week. So I had Notre wow. Dame covering, winning and covering two and a half because I think they may win by like 14 to 20, mm. uh, something like that. So I got the Notre Dame cover. That's the easiest one of the day. Sure. Is, you know, simplest one. So uh, with the BYU money line with the under at 67 and a half in Oregon, Washington, with the Wyoming money line over Air Force, and with the Notre Dame point spread at minus two and a half, comes out to plus three nine nine two. There you go. Uh, three hundred. Well, near four hundred dollars. Is your rager ten? Ten. Right? Three ninety nine seventeen. Is what you're doing. Almost go. four bills. Man, uh, is what you could win on something like this. So I yeah. like those picks. I think those are pretty good picks. I think the, I think the only one. I mean, honestly, with how confident you are in the under pick. Yeah. I. You know what. Which that's the one that that you're like you're hitting home on you're you're saying all the right and, things about and it and it could be it could be a game where it's just like all right we're throwing defenses out whoever has the ball last whoever whoever like makes the best plays at the end could win the game and then Oregon Washington's going to be like forty eight forty one yeah but I I see it more in the twenties I just sure. feel like you know th- this is going to be an emotional game college game days there it's going to be prime time ABC I think is who's broadcasting it so. And not, not that that matters, but a lot of eyes are going to be on mm-hmm. it, and I feel like uh, you know, feel like it's going to be kind of a tough battle. Dan Lanning, he comes from Georgia, like he is defense, defense, defense. So, uh, you know, yeah, sounds like you could you you're confident enough to even like. So the over under is set at sixty seven and, and a half, half which so, is like thirty what thirty three to thirty two, you know, yeah. or something like that. Like you know, mid- you, it sounds like you would be comfortable going down to like sixty, like it, yeah. get, so that way you get even more cash bang yeah. for your buck, yeah. man. Which you can do that at some places. You can make mm-hmm. your own. Um, you can make your own over unders. You can make your own point spreads. That's right. Lines will change from that, but uh, like if Notre Dame USC had like a ten and a half point spread on Notre Dame, I'd probably take that as would well. Would you really? So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame. A man is confident. Notre Dame's been down and out. They lost to Louisville last week. Tough loss for them. But USC is crash. So, <laughs> trash. Well, good luck this week, and good luck to you, listener. Yeah. For all of the pe- for all the picks for all the bets that you make. I hope that it goes well for you. That is going to do it for us here. Wow, we went longer than I expected on a Thursday show, but that's because we got so much to talk about, and we will have even more to talk about come next week. This has been Siza and the Stash, two cats talking about sports. I'm Austin the Stash. You can find me on Instagram at Radio Guy Austin. He is Parker Siza. You can find me on X.com yeah, and Instagram at Parker Siza. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next time. See ya. Peace.